It's Tuesday, January 30th, and this is Brian with The Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. Stocks rose to start the week with investors bracing for busy days ahead. Both the S&P 500 and the Dow Jones Industrial Average notched records. The benchmark index gained 0.8% Monday, while the Dow added 0.6%. The tech-heavy Nasdaq composite increased 1.1%. Investors are bracing for a week marked by earnings from large technology companies, a Federal Reserve meeting, and economic data. Around 100 S&P 500 companies are due to report this week, including five of the so-called Magnificent Seven tech stocks that have helped propel markets higher. Alphabet and Microsoft's results are due today, while Meta Platforms, Amazon.com, and Apple are expected Thursday. Fed officials are meeting today and tomorrow. The central bank is expected to keep interest rates steady, but also to take a symbolically important step by no longer signaling that rates are more likely to rise than fall. In other news, the U.S. failed to stop a deadly attack on an American military outpost in Jordan when the enemy drone approached its target at the same time a U.S. drone was also returning to base. The return of the U.S. drone led to some confusion over whether the incoming drone was friend or foe, officials have concluded so far, though they cautioned the inquiry into the attack was in an early stage. The enemy drone was launched from Iraq by a militia backed by Tehran and struck the outpost's living quarters, U.S. officials said. The outpost, Tower 22, sits in Jordan near the borders of Iraq and Syria. Clearly there is a responsibility that appropriately needs to be laid at the feet of leaders in Tehran, White House National Security Council spokesman John Kirby told reporters on Monday. Around the world, French farmers began moving hundreds of tractors in an effort to blockade key routes into the French capital, termed the Siege of Paris. Farmers argue they are being hit by falling incomes, environmental regulations, rising red tape, and competition from imports. French authorities say 15,000 police have been mobilized to stop tractors entering the capital and other cities. Other protests are taking place across the country. Hundreds of thousands of farmers moved to block major highways to Paris on Monday as similar protests took place in Germany, Belgium, and the Netherlands. We can't do cheap farming. We need to be able to make a living from our trade, one protester in Paris told the BBC. While farming unions have called the protest a siege of Paris, secondary roads to the city have remained open. Back in the U.S., a former IRS contractor was sentenced Monday to five years in prison for leaking the tax returns of then-President Donald Trump and thousands of wealthy Americans, receiving the maximum penalty he faced for a breach that drew outcry from lawmakers while shedding light on some strategies the ultra-rich use to lessen their tax burdens. Charles Littlejohn admitted last year to stealing confidential data from tax returns and providing them to two news organizations, the New York Times and ProRepublica, while working as an Internal Revenue Service contractor. In court on Monday, U.S. District Judge Anna Reyes said letters from Littlejohn's friends and family uniformly speak to a person of immense intelligence, deep caring, and unwavering loyalty. But Reyes, a Biden appointee, characterized the leak of tax returns as, quote, an attack on our constitutional democracy, end quote. And 
Venice is marking the 700th anniversary of the death of Marco Polo with a year of commemorations, starting with the opening of carnival season, honoring one of the city's most illustrious native sons. Kicking off carnival last weekend, some 600 rowers in period dress raised their oars in salute and shouted, We are all Marco Polo, as they rowed along the Grand Canal from St. Mark's Square to the Rialto Bridge. Marco Polo was born in Venice to a merchant family in the year 1254, and he died there in 1324 after a quarter century exploring the Silk Road and serving the Mongol court. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.